Welcome to the Wrestle Fam Talk Show. This is Ashley and Ron. And today we're going to be doing the AEW personas that need a change. I wrote down a few names here, a few ideas of how we could change their personas up. But to me, they may be a little bland. They may not be what I think used correctly or more or as often as they should be. So we'll jump right in. We won't waste any time here. The first two names that I lumped together, because they're kind of doing the same job, one's doing more than the other, and they're two big names in the wrestling uh, industry. Industry, thanks. Mark Henry and The Big Show. Yes. Right now, I'm sure both of these individuals are doing a lot that we do not see, that they're helping behind the scenes. I'm not saying get rid of any of these people i'm just saying from a on television persona yeah so i'm sure they're doing a lot but when they're when the camera's on them we're talking about mark henry right now right now he he's on rampage predominantly and all he does is interview the main event matchup and then he goes it's time for the main event i like to see a little bit more mark henry and i know the idea i have for him is kind of i guess bland and it's been done before and I'm pretty sure he's wanting to kind of shy away from this, but I would like to see maybe someone in that position, but the person I'm thinking is Mark Henry, and that's the head of security. He doesn't necessarily have to be the one breaking them up, but I like to get to know those security guards better. I know Charlie does a lot on the Sammy Guevara. Not a podcast, but a uh, vlog. Yeah, vlog. On his vlog. Got to know Charlie. He has a great persona. And there's some other security guards. I I feel like we could have a little bit more interaction and have Mark Henry be that head of security. Just have him as a a figurehead. He doesn't have to be on every show, but kind of build it up where it's kind of getting out of hand. The referees, they can't be breaking these individuals up. And the security guards are getting tossed around. They need someone to come in and kind of take charge. It kind of reminds me, I've been watching a lot of G.I. Joe cartoons lately it's when the gi joes were kind of lazy and they were out of their way in general hawk who did he bring in he brought in sergeant slaughter to kind of kick him in the butt and get him back to being the joes and that's where i could see mark henry kind of fill it yeah when it comes to the big show i'll be honest i don't really have an idea of what to do with the big show i know his body's broken down he does some appearances he did that one match against mm-hmm. qt marshall uh, I kind of like that, you know, every now and then on a commentary, not to be so negative about him. I just don't like him doing commentary. And the one part that kind of got me and was many months back. It was right when they started having people come back. It was in Jacksonville. And Penta came out and a little kid met him on the walkway and they did the zero miedo the the zero fear thing and it was an awesome scene and tony shabana was like oh that looks great and then the big show kind of took away from that moment by go sell the merch you know sell your merch yeah and i would have just loved to heard him say you know something about how great it was how the aw wrestlers internet it was those little things like that that i just don't think he has it as a commentary person Obviously has a lot more to give to the wrestling industry. Thanks for that word earlier. You know, he would actually be better in Mark Henry's position, I think, because he 
does speak better because when Mark Henry does the interviews between the two things in the screen, it just seems very bland and very robot-like speaking. And so it's kind of like it makes you kind of feel uncomfortable for him while he's doing this interview. So I think Big Show would probably be a better fit for that type of thing because he does flow better. But, I mean, you just that's just an idea. Yeah, and I can't knock them both. I mean, they're trying and they're trying to get out of that thought process of the big man can't be on commentary. I understand that. And Mark Henry hasn't had that much from from what I've seen. Of course, I don't know. You know, I don't know Mark Henry, but from what I've seen, he doesn't have that much uh, time mm -hmm. on the mic that he is kind of like on the job training. I'm glad they're they're branching out, but these are just where they would fit in more comfortably. Like you're saying, they're kind of out of their zone and maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah. But it's coming off it's bad at the moment to me. Yeah. Our next person is Ethan Page. He's been high profile, no doubt about it. Not many matches, but on the mic in a lot of high, like I said, high profile matches when he does wrestle. Like when Sting came back, he was one of the, with Scorpio Sky, he was one of his opponents when he came back to wrestle. He's been in a lot of feuds. When he debuted, and even now, I watch his vlog, cool dude, great personality. The cat just turned on the Christmas tree lights because he's stuck on the wire right there. <laughs> I was wondering why they popped on. There he is, going through the wires there. Great personality. Seems like a kind guy. Seems like he wants to give a His persona, though, when he showed up, he just seemed like a generic bad guy. And he comes out, he's trying to be all flashy. And, to, and again, to me, it just doesn't match his look. I know from what he said on his vlogs, I had not seen him wrestle before AEW, that he had lost a lot of weight. This is his new look. But it just doesn't seem like he should be the high, cocky, I wear nice clothes guy. Now, the cocky thing, he's called all ego. I get that. I kind of see him more of a Mr. Perfect type of guy where you're cocky about your in-ring capability rather than I'm wearing nice clothes, I'm doing things this and that outside of the ring. I feel like he's more of a technician. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't like his finishing maneuver. I believe it's called the Eagle's Edge. It's pretty much a razor's edge. Just doesn't match how he looks. To me, a razor's edge would be for a taller individual, a larger, powerful individual, such as Scott Hall. Yeah. It just doesn't match him. So I think with him, it would be just tweaking that all ego, changing that finishing maneuver up, and then be more confident about your in-ring ability rather than I'm wearing a nice shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, Scorpio Sky didn't even write him down, but to go along with it. I did not understand this maneuver. He left SCU as a good guy. He became bad. He said, I've been overlooked. And he didn't want to be stuck in that tag team anymore. And then what happened? He got put right into a tag team. Yeah. Just on the bad guy side. Scorpio Sky, give that dude an opportunity. I mean, you got him in feud. You got him with the same thing wherever Ethan, Ethan Page is. There's Scorpio Sky. I want to see him a lot more, and I want it 
to see it more about Scorpio Sky. He doesn't need a tag team. Go ahead and pause it so we can get that cat out of the back of that. It's bothering. And the next person, Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss has a unique look to him, but it doesn't. He doesn't have the persona. Now, do you know who Sunny Kiss is? Actually? I don't. All right, Sunny Kiss is a very feminine man. Okay, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Looks more like a lady. Mm -hmm. Wrestles in the men division. That's fine. Very unique look than anyone else. Just never see a lot of them. That's why I probably don't. Not a lot of them. Uh, usually on dark. Uh, he had been teaming up with Joey Janela. They had a little feud going on where Janela had turned on Sunny Kiss. There's no persona there. I don't know if the persona itself is how he looks, or if if they're just banking on that, and not to be profiling the person, but what, what I think of is of Adrian Street, Adrian Adonis, personas like that. I believe there's a. A Mexican wrestler who was in Lucha Underground that had the look of guy dressed as girl or whatever. The, it was a more the, feminine look. More feminine look. I, I was a big fan of Adrian Street. I, I, I don't know if they're just banking, like I said, banking on how he looks. But if, if they treat him like any other wrestler, obviously, AEW's good at that, where it doesn't matter your size, it doesn't matter gender, everything's equality. So if they don't want to just focus on that, that's fine. But give them a persona. Yeah. We can we can just erase that, okay, he looks more feminine than the other male wrestlers. Here's a persona. Here's something that we know you're going to do. He's very athletic, does a split leg drop off the top rope. The moves are fantastic. Not doesn't get interviewed. Yeah. Never seen him really talk. He's not in hasn't been in a high profile feud. He had a big match against Kenny Omega, but it only lasted a few seconds. Right before Kenny Omega's bad guy turn. So more of Sunny Kiss, maybe a direction for Sunny Kiss, a persona. That doesn't have to be based off of how he looks. Yeah. Give him kind of like a story to follow. Yeah. A nice story. Or you could even base it off of that. And maybe, and you know me, I've wrote storylines ever since I was a kid. And one thing that's missing in wrestling, I'll go on my soapbox here. I learned so much on how to be a person from the storylines of wrestling in back in the day yeah where it taught me loyalty it taught me right from wrong things of that nature don't see that much anymore no there's no substance to the story what am i getting at it what are the children in it now you can utilize unique individuals like sunny kiss have a storyline that teaches about equality it teaches about let's not judge a book by the cover Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of that. And again, I don't know if they want to push the envelope and say, hey, 
you know, we just want to fall in line. Everybody's the same. Not a big deal. Don't make a big deal of it. But here's an opportunity. Well, I mean, it's the opportunity to let someone stand out as a different uh, thing. I think it's a great thing to do because he's kind of unique and you've got to kind of play off of that uniqueness. Yeah, they have a great up, a great in a great position to do something with Sonny Kiss. Then it's going to write a storyline for itself, really, if you kind of let that uniqueness come out. And you know, one of my storylines is is I had I created a character who was gay, and my storyline was how there was going to be a tag team tournament, and all the other wrestlers didn't want to team up with the gay wrestler I had created. And then that person was devastated. The wrestler was devastated, but wanted to try a one-on-two since no one wanted to team up. Comes out, about match is about to begin. The referee, the commissioner, inform him that you need to have a tag team partner. We're sorry, you're going to have to forfeit the match. And at that point in time, there's a chance... When that music hits for his partner to come out, you could do many things. You could have a person that hasn't been used that much, an undercard individual. This is their big break. Yeah. Or you could have the nastiest, meanest bad guy. Imagine an MJF. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine Sonny Kiss needing a tag team partner? Everybody judged him. Not to say Sonny Kiss is gay, but we're just what I did, what I wrote, and then we're using Sonny Kiss as an example of that placement in in the storyline for AEW. Sonny Kiss is out there; no one wants to team up with him because of how he looks. MJF, the most hated bad guy, he needs a tag team partner. If you ever wanted to switch anyone, I'm just using MJF as an example. Anyone to be a good guy, hit the music. Yeah, there's a tag team partner. The place would go crazy and it just writes itself a feel good moment. And then everybody, even little kids, can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, even MJF, even someone that's bad or nasty, took up the partnership of that person. And that's what I wrote in my storyline for my the gay character I created. I, I think I had like more of like an undercard person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did do a storyline where I had the bad guy switch over to help a, I would say, a gullible character. Yeah. So there's a lot of things you can do that will promote both of both of the wrestlers, whatever character it may be. So there's an opportunity there. And that's just one of the storyline ideas I had that teaches lessons to children. I think it's pretty good. All right. Up next, Joey Janela. Former tag team partner of Sonny Kiss. Uh, there, you could even have Joey Janela maybe even come back and <laughs> team up. You'll switch him back with Sonny Kiss. But he was featured early on when AEW started. He was in some big time matches. He wrestled the top stars, and I had never seen him before. But when he signed, it was like a big deal. People mm-hmm. were talking about Joey Janela, and then after that, he just dropped off. Hmm. He's just been on dark and teaming up with Sonny Kiss, both of them not really doing much. And same thing there. I don't know if he needs a persona change. He's the bad boy. 
He used to be with Penelope Ford. That's why she's the bad girl. But I mean, what makes him the bad boy? And what's, yeah. what's he doing? That's bad. I don't know. Same thing. Up next, Penelope Ford. She's the bad girl. What has she done to deserve that name? Yeah. I think a bad boy. I think a bad girl. And they just come out and wrestle. That ain't bad. That's if that's bad, then everybody's the bad boy and bad girl in AEW. You gotta be nasty. I just, I just don't see her in that that role. I feel like she does need a persona change. Yeah. Because if you're gonna fill that role with a bad girl, you're gonna kind of put it with someone different. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I see is she wears bad attire, like yeah, I'm and just... not like oh, it's but you know what I mean. Bad as in leather. You know, yeah, I'm wearing leather or I'm showing off my cleavage. Yeah, that's uh. She was the Brent one... Baker is more <laughs> her her crew is more of a bad girl image yeah. type thing, and she, I'm like, she's a super bad girl. She was the one that you didn't like her outfit that one time when she pretty much wore like a bra to the ring. Mm. Penelope Ford. I just she, thought it was a little much. Yeah, she needs something different. It doesn't have to be your attire. Yeah, the attire has something to do with it, but where's that? Where's the personality to it? Yeah. You don't really see a lot of, um, of the personality bad girl type thing for her. Yeah. Going along with Penelope Ford, Kip Sabian, her real life husband. Last time we've seen him, he had got injured by Bureau. I believe he's injured in real life. Again, pretty bland character. I'm not really sure what to think of Kip Sabian. Maybe he needs more of a chance, needs to be more featured a little bit more. Again, storyline can go a long way with anyone. Uh, so maybe he had, they have something planned, maybe a big comeback from Kip Sabian when Miro's in a match, maybe kick off the underdog feud against Miro. I don't know, but they mm -hmm. weren't doing much with him other than they stuck Miro with him. And if, the whole time that Miro was stuck with him, it was all about Miro. Mm -hmm. It was the buildup of that character to change him into the monster that he is right now. And all Kip Sabian, he was just there. Yeah. That was pretty much his role, was to be the guy that Miro finally turns on. Up next, a favorite of ours, Abaddon. Yes. I said persona change. There's no need for a persona change with Abaddon. They need to feature her more into some bigger roles. I keep hearing about this House of Black. I know we talked about Abaddon maybe doing the whole Bray Wyatt thing. It doesn't look like Bray Wyatt's coming back to wrestling anytime soon. But then again, that could be a ploy to throw us off course and await his return. The House of Black with Malachi Black. There's a house, but there's not many people in the House of Black. It's Malachi Black, and he sometimes teams up with Andrade El Idolo. And that's it. Now... I heard some rumblings about Ring of Honor. People coming in, maybe joining up, finally have his House of Black. But if you want a female wrestler mm -hmm. in your House of Black, I can't think of anyone better than Abaddon. Yeah. You need to be featured more. And going along with Abaddon, I have a little surprise thing, a little wrinkle. A wrestler, I haven't seen him in a while. I only noticed him on the vlogs. When they went back to touring, I have not seen him 
on Dark. Of course, I have not been watching Dark as much as I used to. But I'm talking about Ryzen. He had a unique look to him, kind of like a devilish character. He was doing funny bits with Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Has a nice funny side to him, nice pers personality. He has a nice look to him as well. So if they need someone to fill a role in where, and we all know every group needs that wrestler that's going to take the fall in the matches, and you're seeing it pr predominantly with Bobby Fish teaming up with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks every match. Yeah. It seems Bobby Fish is the one that's going to get pinned, and you kind of need that. So if you want to protect everybody else, Ryzen would fit in perfectly mm -hmm. with the House of Black. And our final three are some big names here. First one, Andrade. Pretty simple. Have this guy win. Yeah. Why is he losing so much? It's almost they're playing 50-50. Get a win, take a loss. Get a win and take a loss. Andrade's better than that. Mm -hmm. Andrade needs to be a big-time player. Same thing with Malachi Black. Those two individuals should be getting title shots against Adam Page. Yeah. During Adam Page's run. Now, obviously, I said, oh, they need to win. Yeah, they'll probably lose those matches. But they need to be in main events, and they need to be be beating some big-time stars to get to those title matches. Yeah. But they need those big wins. I feel like they're just... It's almost like Andrade came and then all these new toys came right afterwards and then mm -hmm. they pushed them to the side. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got Andrade. Oh, well, Brian Danielson, CM Punk. Yeah. No. Andrade, big time player. Mm -hmm. Love his matches. That backflip when he just does the moonsault, lands on his feet, and then does another standing moonsault. Ten years, I'd never jumped out of a chair watching wrestling. Maybe even longer. Yeah. And I did that night. That's how you know you got someone. I was like, oh, man, I thought I'd seen it all. Outstanding. He needs to win more. Plain and simple. He doesn't need to change any persona. Nothing else. Get some wins. Not on Dark. On Dynamite. Yeah. Not on Rampage. On Dynamite. Mm -hmm. Christian. Two words. Bad guy. Christian as a good guy, wow, snooze fest. Yeah. But I know what they're doing. I could see it. I think a lot of people see it. They turn on Jungle Boy. You got to have that snooze fest time. Yeah. And then boom. But yeah, as, as hopefully they execute it correctly, Christian needs to be a bad guy mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. Okay, he debuted as a good guy because everybody likes him. Perfect. Let's get let's get to switching him to bad guy. Because right now, when he comes out, I don't care. I don't think the crowd cares. Maybe that's there's that uh, I don't know stigma. Yeah. Uh, or maybe okay. Oh, there's a legend. But now let's get excited about Christian. I think they're gonna do it with Jungle Boy. That's gonna be a big time deal there. I think. But pretty much, if they don't, they they need to. And number one on the list. And I think you know who it is. Matt Hardy. Yes. Matt Hardy, and not to dog him, because I have a connection with Matt Hardy. 
Many years ago, I came back from a deployment and I took you to a wrestling event. It was really good. I was excited. I was like, let's go to a wrestling event. Let's, let's celebrate. Went to it. We had some front row seats. It was a house show in South Carolina. And they had the Hardy Boys versus, I believe it was Cade and Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy looks over. The crowd's kind of dead. Jeff Hardy's getting worked over. I stand up. I don't even know if I stand up, but let's pretend I did. Anyways, what I really did was I started to do the slow clap, bringing the hands together. Only Matt, one doing it first. <laughs> only person doing the clap. Matt Hardy looks at me, gives me a nod of the head, and starts over hand clapping himself. And we got the whole building rocking. Yep. For a Jeff Hardy hot tag to Matt Hardy. Same show. I'll go off on this. Carlito. Oh, yeah. Carlito wrestling Val Venus. He's slamming Val Venus into the side of the ring. The referee's getting on to him. I yell out. I go, hey, he's just trying to get him back in the ring, ref. Carlito looks over at me. I get another head nod and a, and a smile. We're connected. We're friends. Oh, you would have thought so because it was very intimate in those moments. Me, Carlito, Matt Hardy, <laughs> best of friends. So this is one friend to another to Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I think he knows that I read it on a website that he's just going to try to go back to being Matt Hardy. But the thing about Matt Hardy, and it has to, it's, it's kind of bad, is a lot of people just want to see him with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. You know, they don't want to see just Matt Hardy. You know, everybody has to have the, and if you think of every tag team, there's always that one more popular wrestler, even though they may look alike. Like Hawk was more popular than Animal. Scott was more popular than Rick. Rick held my child, mm-hmm. Ryder, one time. Nicest guys. Yeah, ever. they were awesome. I don't, I, every, I keep mentioning these wrestlers and that we've met them. It's, I just can't believe I met some of these wrestlers. Um, another tangent. As a child, I never got to go to any wrestling matches. I never ordered any pay-per-views. It wasn't until maybe I was a senior in high school, right before I graduated, we ordered our first pay-per-view. I always thought these wrestlers and the people on TV, I lived in a different world than them. I didn't deserve to see these wrestlers. So when I was in the same space as some of my childhood heroes, I could not believe that I was, I was there and I got to meet him because I got to meet him in so such small towns that you wouldn't even think that I was had traveled through because of my job, my career I had. And it was just just great, you know, meeting the Steiner brothers, meeting Hassel Jim Duggan. And that's 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 what I that's what I love about wrestling. You meet these characters and they're larger than life and they just bring back so many memories. So and like I said, the stories about me just being in the crowd and them looking at me. And here I am, like, just gushing all over it. And to them, <laughs> it's just another Tuesday or Saturday night. And, you know, they see so many people. But it means so much. But anyways, with Matt Hardy, story about that, the Steiners were awesome. Greatest tag team. Anyways, the tag teams, there's always somebody that's a little bit more popular. 
And the one thing that people go to is the Sean Michaels, Marty Jannetty mm-hmm. thing. They always they In fact, I think they call him the Marty Jannetty of the tag team is the lesser known person, which is, I guess, whatever. But Marty Jannetty was awesome as well. But Matt Hardy fits that bill with the Hardy Boys. It's no secret. He knows it as well. Yeah. But the thing about Matt Hardy is everybody's excited to see him, anticipating he shows up. And then for some reason, whether it's his persona or storyline writing, he just seems to just fall back into the to the middle. Like, oh, it's Matt Hardy. You know, you kind of get used to him in that. But yeah. he needs something more in it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a character. He just needs that nice storyline that, that mm-hmm. rips you. I know they did a thing with Christian, but it just wasn't. It just wasn't grasping our attention. I liked Matt Hardy when he was Matt Hardy. Like, I don't, I didn't, you know, when I first saw him as these different characters, I was like, ugh, I just didn't, it just didn't seem right for him. Yeah, it's money It was kind of forced, and I just didn't like it. I was like, I mean, yeah, he put on some good matches on some of those things, but I just, it wasn't the same Matt Hardy that I grew up watching. And to go along with it, the, the, the music. Yeah. Oh we attended gosh. a show <laughs> during the summertime. It was when John Moxley fought Lance Archer in the, uh, they used tables and all that, all that stuff. I think Lance Archer took the title from Moxley. Yeah. It was, a uh, it was the U S title from new Japan. Mm-hmm. So we were at that event and they fought up the aisle right by us, right mm-hmm. near us. We thought Bryce was going to get ran over. But anyways, speaking about his music, that day they did Dark and Elevation. We heard that song about 10 times. Every member of his Matt Hardy faction wrestled a singles match or a tag team match. Oh, man. That song got old. The little in the beginning. I was like, (laughs) oh, man. This is Matt Hardy. He went from dun, 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 to I mean, yeah. get the guy some cool music that when you hear it, you get off your feet. Yeah. The biggest explosion that I ever saw, I didn't even watch it live, I replayed it, was when they when the Hardys came back at one of the WrestleManias, mm-hmm. when the New Day introduced them. Everybody thought New Day was going to enter themselves into the matchup, and then the Hardy Boys hit. That was the loudest yeah. cheer I've ever heard since Stone Cold. Yeah. Pick a week for Stone Cold, you know. Yeah. Every week. That's when you got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Matt Hardy changed the music up. Hopefully he changed it back to Matt Hardy. Hopefully there's some interesting feuds for him. And I know Jeff Hardy just got released. There's confusion if he did it on purpose or if he actually has substance abuse problems either way the rumor is he's heading to aw so we could be seeing the hardy boys but until then maybe set something uh set something up good where we're anticipating jeff hardy maybe somebody's just jumping matt hardy all the time yeah because if jeff hardy comes back and they team back up again they've got to do some kind of funny feud with the young bucks i think that would be awesome old versus new yeah there's very similar it would be, especially in just having a funny view of it, I think it would be great. I think their first feud would probably be Private Party. Yeah. Because they're with Matt Hardy. Maybe the Private Party turns on Matt Hardy and then you're anticipating Jeff. Yeah. Who knows? 
maybe he just goes against that whole faction. He's got enough tag teams to feud with in his own group. Oh, I know there's so many compared to the 10, 10 times we heard that music that night. Yeah. And <laughs> we're you know, like, oh my gosh, again? Another uh, group, Butcher and Blade. Yeah. They just need more. I'm, more li- I'm not going to say I actually like a lot of the people that are in that group. They need to be used more. I thought a lot of their matches were great. I like the personas that they they each have. Yeah, they they seen that went backwards when they hooked up with Matt Hardy, brought Matt Hardy down, and everybody else went down with them. Yeah, because they were featured a lot, and now it's kind of like ah. Uh... Yeah, I think they need, that whole group needs to kind of be separated again. Yeah, because I I think uh, it would do a lot better. Well, awesome. Do you have any other names that you'd like to throw in? Or? No, I think you pretty much covered most of the, the names I would have picked. Right. Well, I hope you liked it. I hope you join us again next time. Bye.